Hello and welcome to another Modern Commerce Talk session from Eventsia. As always, I'm your host, Jack Stratton from Insider Trends. and delighted to be joined today by Felix Kruth from Boyardo. He's the Chief Product Officer at Boyardo. Boyardo are a customer experience cloud used by some of the largest retailers and e-commerce companies in Northern Europe. And I'm also delighted to be joined by Jens Axelsson, who is the Director of Customer Experience and a loyalty advisor at Eventsia. Hi guys, how are you doing? Hi Jack. Hi, glad to be here. And yeah, really, really pleased um, that we can set this one up. And today, um, hot off the press, we are doing a talk all about the Voyado Shopping Index 2022 that's just been released, which gives some really, really fascinating insights into, um, into kind of shopping behaviours and, and, and really all over the world. Now, um, just to explain briefly to listeners, the Eventia partnership with Voyado um, and why we've got people from both Eventia and Voyado on this particular session. Um, so the partnership um, has been going on for many years um, and they've helped more than 50 customers um, with e-com and loyalty solutions. Um, so just to kick off from my point of view, um, I've had a quick scan of the report this morning. Obviously, it's literally come out in the last couple of hours. Um, do you know what really stood out um, to me? And you'll be going much deeper on this, but it, do you know what? There's so many insights in there that really help to prove stuff that I've been saying to retailers for years, but have been struggling to prove sometimes, or maybe the proof has kind of come from a smaller data set. Maybe it's kind of a bit of a hunch, but there's some stuff in here that's great, like around, and we'll talk about it shortly, but um, you know, omni-channel customers spending more, um, the challenges with loyalty because customers are shopping um, so much more and with so many different brands. There's so many interesting points like that for me. Um, so I'm sure people listening will get loads from this. Felix, if we could just start with you by giving us some background to the report. Yeah, sure. So Voyado has for the last couple of years sent out and, and built this index-based reports right, on, on shopping behavior within retail. And it's really, like you said, to help you know, retailers understand the broader strokes of what's going on in the market and back it up with statistics. And this year, it's the biggest one we've ever made. It's based on over 150 million purchase occasions. And we've also tried to divide it up this year. So we have different industries like health and beauty, sports and fashion, DIY and home improvement, but also from a country perspective. So looking at countries in the Nordics, Benelux and uh, UK. That's awesome. And that's uh, something else as well that I've just from my initial scan that really stood out is the fact that actually some of those statistics, we have those broad conclusions, but also they really vary from one country to another. Um, and again, there's proof there that, you know, maybe some of these shopping behaviours can vary so much from one place to the next. So just to kind of um, get things started, there's so much in this report. Um, but really on this particular session, we just want to kind of hit some of the key takeaways from your point of view. So Let's start there, um, Felix. What would be your biggest takeaway from the uh, index and report? Yeah, I mean, I, I think what you said earlier, right, that, you know, we can, we can finally prove that omni-channel experience drives more purchases. I mean, in the report yeah. from these 150 million purchases, we can see that customers who purchase in both channels spend approximately 10% more than customers who don't. So, you know, yeah. omni-channel experiences drive engagement, uh, which to me is, is an awesome thing to, to finally be able to prove. 10% is big as well. Yeah, and it's bringing you in on that. 
Um, yeah, what's your I, view I on that and why is it happening? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I totally agree. I mean, we know that over 70% of all adult customers are omnichannel consumers. We know that, of course, n enough about the pandemic, but of course we have been seeing a strong uh, increase when it comes to digital sales, of course. But we do know based on that uh, from previous reports as well, but not in this kind of amount of data that omnichannel customers uh, both spend more, but also transact more than you know single source um, uh, channel consumers. So I think this is this is really in interesting, and 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 hopefully <clears throat> this bring the focus to those uh, actors out there to really understand the importance of being available and offering a flexible customer offer on actually the customer terms. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think there's so much you can do, right? Uh, some some customers want to shop in both. Uh, you give them the opportunity to do so, and there's a million things you can do in between with um, different types of ship from store solutions or pick up in store from the logistical side uh, that really drives, you know, uh, the, the the time you spend with a brand, which we all know is a, is a super important one. Yeah, um, definitely. And if yeah, I can... I'm going to be... Sorry, go for it, Felix. No, I, I wanted to segue over because we were talking about purchase, purchase frequency, right? Which is another yeah, super yeah, yeah. interesting <laughs> takeaway. Um, which is, you know, yeah, we please, can, we, we've, we've seen now for the first time since basically 2008 that the lipstick effect is back. So customers are actually shopping more, but they're shopping less, um, less amount of items or less expensive items, but they're actually shopping more, at least according to our data. Um, and it's most likely due to the inflation and everything that's going on in the market. But, you know, we, we believe that retailers and e-commerce companies can capitalize on this. Definitely. And what is it? So, Jens, you know, what does this mean to you about that particular insight? And, and definitely in terms of loyalty, it's so interesting. Yeah, of course. There are, there are many aspects in this, uh, of course, and as you, it is, as you say, Felix, as well, that, I mean, <clears throat> that we see that, that you know, the buying uh, behavior is, is more frequent, but the average receipt value is, is decreasing. Of course, there is a relation here to the inflation, etc., and, and, uh, and so on. But we do also know from, 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 from other sources, of course, that, you know, a loyal com uh, uh, customer that is, you know, returning to you have a higher, up to 50% higher average spending on each uh, transaction uh, with uh, an anonymous uh, customer. So, so there's a lot of working around this, of course, definitely. And um, <clears throat> in the end, uh, I think that a lot of, you know, the success factors around this is to making sure that you are relevant, of course, and, and that you're collecting your customer data and you structure that in a good way. You work structured with uh, segmentation uh, and, and, and uh, making sure that you are relevant to your customer, but not only, of course, when it comes to email, uh, on all sales channels and interaction points where you meet and interact with your customers. Yeah, because that's that's super interesting, right? Because uh, another thing that we can we can see in, in in the data is that 
you know, you, you try to relate loyalty with more emails or more communications. So what we basically can see from last year is that the amount of communications customers have gotten has increased massively. Mm -hmm. And especially in the more sort of lifestyle industries like sports and fashion or health and beauty. Um, but however, the, the, the click rates are going down. So, so we try to, we can see that companies try to communicate more when what they maybe should be doing is segmenting more, becoming more relevant because communication works, but uh, it has to be relevant, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, to I totally agree. And, and of course, when we, when we live in times like this, where previously years there has been a lot of focus on growth, and now we are more, you know, talking about <clears throat> guarding our margin and making our business more effective from a company perspective. Of course, these channels easily become a way to create short term sales effects um, based on that struggling that many retailers and actors are dealing with right now. But but when you see uh, and by saying that, of course, that you're easily, you know, you're pushing out communication. But when you see also that the mailing effect or, or the mailing volumes escalate and you also see that the, that the click through decreases, then you have a problem again related to relevant communications. So, so today uh, it's really important to understand that uh, the booming uh, is easily considered as a consumer, easily to be perceived as spam. And then the step is not far from the customer to choose opt out. And that will have devastating effect over time. So once again, you have to be relevant. Yeah, and I think there's a, a large like validation point to this in the report as well, because the, the email, at least if we talk about email now, the, the communications that aren't decreasing with clicks is uh, cart abandonment. It's actually increasing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and what is more relevant than you putting something in the cart and getting reminded of it? So exactly. you, you really need to consider working more with sort of relevance. Uh, and also what you said that, you know, you build loyalty through all channels, through the mm. site, through the stores and also through communications. Mm. Yeah. I, I just would like to add another dimension on this as well when it comes to, you know, insight and communication that. I mean, there are other, you know, studies that, that are, you know, emphasizing this, that this report does as well, that we know that about 70% of all retailers out there have a registered account online, for instance, but only 5% use that customer data to personalize content in both communication and on the website. So there is a huge gap here. And with that, of course, a great potential so, but becoming a winner today, you need to take this seriously. Yeah, this it's funny. This is making me think of the fact that in my world, I, I'm seeing so many new brands, e-com pure players, DTC brands, digital first brands, whatever, who are absolutely brilliant in terms of loyalty from the beginning. They have a small pool of customers they do really well with. And it feels like actually the gap between what your what this Voyardo report shows is that the gap between some of those brands in terms of loyalty and the gap between maybe these brands who aren't doing any personalization relevance loyalty is just getting bigger, isn't it? That's mm. what it feels like. That's mm. yeah. And is that 
the, all of the stats you're talking about, they seem to be pushing that point. And it's amazing to me that that, that thing about, you know, the marketing, the comms going up, but actually opt-outs and all other stuff going, you know, increasing and basically people not responding to it. It's incredible. Yeah. And that needs, yeah. that needs to change. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, if you also add that, you know, the cost of acquisition of a customer is up 50% and, and the cost for, for you know, marketing, etc. also increased. So uh, that's emphasized even more the importance of, you know, take care of the customers that you have and making sure that they are stay with you and are happy in your relation. Yeah, and also, like, if, if we're talking about costs, right, um, you know, we can see in the report as well that uh, return rates are up around 13% year over year. And, and you know, there's there's so many things you can do about returns. And, and one of them, obviously, is more relevant and personal recommendations to the customers, yeah. again, here. But also from a site perspective, you know, improving your PDPs, variety of product images, strategy for serial returners or post-purchase communications about your purchase. There's so many things because this is eating up the margins for a lot of e-commerce companies. Yeah, I totally agree with you, uh, Felix. I mean, uh, I mean, returns in this also includes partial returns. Uh, and, and, and of course, mm. as you say, returns are a natural part of the commerce <laughs> or, or, or trading itself. And, and um, I mean, once again, <laughs> With the previous focus on growth, many merchants uh, have, have never really grasped uh, the challenges around the returns. So, I mean, in the end, very often the most profitable customers that you have have a high return rate. But therefore, I mean, you need to have control of the data that is required to be able to, to distinguish between profitable customers with high return rate and customers who abuse the right of return. Uh, but I mean, in the end, I mean, returns have, you know, increased a lot. And yeah. since we are mi migrating yeah. a previous shopping behavior from physical stores to online, not blaming the pandemic, etc. But it's a huge difference here because online it is about, you know, 25, per, uh, 30% uh, when it comes to returns. So it is, as you say, Felix, uh, there's a lot of, 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 of things that can be done here also to build loyalty upon. Yeah. Um, and just to jump in here, um, as we sort of draw this to an end, I think what would be really nice is if, you know, we've talked about some of the biggest takeaways, but maybe start with you, Felix, by just kind of summing up your big conclusions. So what really overall kind of stands out as the big package of insights from this report? I think I think the the sort of there's a part in the report that just validates loyalty work through and through, and it basically mm -hmm. states that you know uh, the time it takes for a customer to come back and do another purchase decreases for every purchase that a customer has made. So just through and through, it it, it validates that loyalty is the way forward for a lot of companies. Um, mm. But it's also quite large numbers, the days in between. Uh, so how can we decrease that entire spectrum? And, and the stuff we've been talking about today, I think really can make that happen. For me, that's the, that's the biggest part. Such a big opportunity. Um, and Jens, if you could kind of wrap, wrap up, I guess, just briefly, you know, maybe one or two kind of recommendations based on some of what we've been talking about and therefore, you know, 
how the report is highlighting some of the opportunities or equally some of the holes and problems with with retailers and e-commerce companies. Um, what, what, what typically would be your recommendations about how those companies can improve their loyalty? Yeah, first of all, I I I, I must agree with with Felix again. I mean about this report. I mean. Uh, the numbers that explaining the days between purchases are really, really interesting. And this is a, a fact that I have never seen before in, in, in this huge amount of transaction that we're talking about. I mean, to, uh, to reach four purchases in average from a customer takes 553 days. That's a harsh reality, but it's also enormous potential. Uh, for those actors that take this seriously. I mean, roll up their sleeves and drive their customer development with a, you know, uh, wholeheartedly, basically. So so that is that is one insight that we need to, you know, just grab and, 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 and work with because that is the truth. And I mean, based on that, it is, of course, all about making sure that your customer comes back to you. And this is not done uh, on a coffee break or something like that. This is something that you need to work with across the whole company. And that goes, of course, from the most obvious things that get to know your customers, of course, but also, you know, spreading the insights uh, into the organization and making sure that everyone that, you know, working with, you know, the commercial side of your customer offer or part of that journey to optimize it and make it actionable, et cetera, et cetera. So that's one thing. Another thing is, of course, that, that when, we, when we're talking about you know, loyalty, we're very easily talking about loyalty program or incentive models, et cetera, et cetera. And, and it's time for many retailers to realize that once it was a project, it is not a project. It did, this is something that you need to develop mm. as your assortment over time, over and over and over again, to making sure that it's up to date, fresh, and 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 give you the delight that are you know interesting for me as a customer today, not not yesterday. And once again, I mean, when it comes to relevance and personalization of of, of communication, that is everything. Everything. I mean, your customer expect to be seen, appreciated, and inspired in a way that adds meaning and value for them. So that is something that you have to, as a retailer, work with. Not only when it comes to the email, not only to when it comes to the service you get in a physical store. It goes for every interaction points and everything between those. So that is that is extremely important because if we don't take this seriously because for many you know actors out there i mean the sales generated by known customer members that represent about 50 to 70% of total sales and seeing your customer platform of active customers decreasing over time will have devastating effects so interesting jens um really really interesting input and um just to wrap things up here um so it's been such an interesting talk and thanks for both of you for your time um i would really encourage firstly um if anyone wants to learn or hear more from jens or, or, or felix or even um, start to discuss how they can help you to include or um sorry improve customer relations and brand building loyalty you can find um Aventia's and indeed jens's contact details at the Aventia website um 
even more importantly, I would really encourage everyone to download this report. It's completely free. I've already been reading it and it's great. Quite frankly, whatever area of retail or e-commerce you're working in or whatever areas of interest you have, this report will be relevant for you. I'm going to be using it in my presentations and consultations with client, um, clients. So firstly and foremostly, it's just a brilliant resource. So you can download that from the Eventsia website as well. Um, but that really just leads me to say thank you to Jens and Felix. Take care, guys, and hopefully I'll get to speak to you again soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, bye.